0: 205, 205, 205, 205, 205, 205, 205, Yeah. We live, we live, we live, we lie, we lie for 205, 205. So get it right, then now forever. Let's go there. Get it there, 205. All right, what's going on, everybody? Looks like we're going to have a good one tonight. We're gonna have D. Brian Kendrick taking on Drew Gulak. Uh you, we all know two months ago Drew Gulak was uh very vocal with expelling Brian or e Brian Kendrick from his team from the trio with him and Gentleman Jack Gallagher. But uh, and you know, D. Brian Kendrick. But either way, you know, called him a weak link, said he's gone merciful, said he's lost his edge, kill his killer's instinct. And uh since then we've had a lot of uh Progress from the Brian Kendrick and uh, you know, getting a gaining a new friend a quote-unquote friend in uh, Kira Tozawa and We've seen him become a lot more aggressive and uh, Certain senses so it's gonna be very cool to see those two Finally go at it. I have no pony in the race. I'm just interested to see how that story is told We know for the past couple of uh, weeks it's really, since Super Showdown, Cedric Alexander has been on a fair roller coaster ride of, uh, you know, in his contractually obligated uh, rematch with uh, Buddy Murphy, the Cruiserweight Champion, and he, it was denied at first because he was uh, in a little bit of a slump, says Drake Maverick. But uh, in the past couple of weeks, he's really been showing up and in my opinion, showing out. Him and Mustafa Ali last week had a great uh, tag team match where he was able to pick up the victory from a very slick tag to Mustafa Ali, but you'd have to go back to watch 205 on the WWE Network from last week. It was a real cool match. And uh, tonight, we're going to have DMGM sit down with the Cruiserweight Champion to have a chat with him, maybe uh, figure out what's going on in his head as far as Uh, his feelings and emotions go thus far with the situation and his match clearly coming up with uh, Cedric Alexander. And then in our main event get ready for this. This is actually a personal favorite of mine. It's going to be the Lucha House party. Any two of them, we don't even know if it's going to be underneath Lucha House rules or not. We will find out later on. But Mike Canellis and TJP, because of their actions for the past couple of weeks, finally uh, are going to get this match with the Lucha House Party, but it's not just any regular tag team match. By Maria Kanellis, uh, the first lady, the special request, uh, we're going to have a tornado tag match. Now, we all know that this is a staple of 205 Live, but I don't know how many wrestling games... How many WWE games, whether it was 2K or the throwbacks like Just Bring It or uh, Here Comes the Pain. It was uh, the tornado tag, you know, even going back to WWF attitude before we got the F out. Tornado tags were the way, you know, you're playing with your friend and you're having a tornado tag match so your friend doesn't have to sit there on the ring apron waiting for his tag, so now we're actually gonna get to see it. I'm pretty sure even in the most recent installment of the WWE 2K series, tornado tags online, offline are definitely a thing. So, and I mean a thing as in they're regularly getting played, and uh, all four superstars are being utilized at the same time. So to be able to see that match take place in the main event. Is something that I'm looking forward to And I can't wait to see just how crazy The Lucha House Party is going to get On TJP and Mike Canellis Or maybe even the other way around Because, you know, we all know TJP Is the first Cruiserweight champion We can't take that away from him And Mike Canellis has been beyond aggressive You know, he's been He's been very impressive in my opinion Since he's uh, Come over to the 205 Live Roster So I can't wait for it I know y'all can't wait. Let's just go ahead and get into the show. Let's do this. It's 205. Turn it up. Yeah, that's right. Let this man rap. Sure. 205. is 205. So the match between Drew Gallo. I mean, excuse, excuse me. Drew Gulak and D. Brian Kendrick was actually a uh, well-paced, technical matchup. It was a lot of uh, mat wrestling. It was a couple of very physical spots. Uh, And all in all, it was a real display of both both characters' skill sets. You know, I think uh, Drew Gulak honestly might have had the upper hand in certain moments just from a highlight standpoint. You know, uh, he had a couple of reversal spots. A lot of his submission spots. Nigel uh, McGinnis on commentary uh, referred to him a lot as a submission master. And I wholeheartedly agree. I've liked, again, I've liked Gulag since the Cruiserweight Classic. I wanted him to find some form of character. And he totally did. And now, you know... He's a completely new superstar uh, running with Gentleman Jack Gallagher and on top of him being able to display his talents. So in the match, you know, it was uh, a lot of uh, submissions flowing into other submissions. He smacked Brian Kendrick on the side of his ribs, on his lats. Uh, You you can see the welts forming. So not only is he uh, quick-witted, but he's also very strong. You know, he said that D. Brian Kendrick would tap out tonight. And uh it turns out that he didn't. But we'll get into that because we can't take away anything from D. Brian Kendrick. He had a a lot of his own moments also where he was clearly showing that he does still have that killer instinct. And he would not stop. Like, uh, all, The fact is... The fact that the, the main point that he even was able to get a sliced bread number two, which is his signature maneuver, off against Drew Gulag, you know, he hooked in the captain's hook. He wouldn't even let it go, you know, he pushed uh, Drew Gulag out of the ring. So you could see how he was gaining the upper hand after a while. But, you know, due to interference from. Gentleman Jack Gallagher, you know, when Drew Gulak was pushed out of the ring, uh, Tezawa backed off, but Gentleman Jack threw Tezawa into the ring post completely unnecessarily, but it was all part of a larger plan because then when uh, D. Brian Kendrick hit his signature maneuver, that was when we got to the two count and seemingly a three count, but Gentleman Jack Gallagher went in and interfered, causing the disqualification victory for the Brian Kendrick, but this was, you know, all a ruse because they just wanted to uh, beat up on uh, the two latter characters in that moment, and it was uh, unfortunate to see that match uh, end in the fashion it did. I was very interested to see how the match would unfold as far as a winner and loser would go. But, you know, heel tactics, uh, they always uh, prevail in situations like this. So I imagine maybe a a tag team match eventually between the four men. Maybe uh, Akira Tozawa and Gentleman Jack will go at it in the ring next week. Who knows? Uh, It's going to be up to uh, DM GM, General Manager, Drake Maverick. so we'll see how that all works out up next though we do have uh this in-depth look into the cruiserweight champion buddy murphy's uh mental as i believe the general manager is going to be having to sit down with him and asking him about what takes place so let's find out how that goes so we get backstage and we got uh, Buddy Murphy sitting down with general manager Drake Maverick. And to be honest with you, Buddy Murphy was a little confusing to me. I don't know if he, like he said, it seemed like he challenged Cedric to the championship match next week. Or or he said, he, you know, uh, Drake Maverick can come to the ring and decide the opponents for them. Like, I'm, I don't know what he's talking about. So apparently next week something's going to go down between uh, general manager Drake Maverick the cruiserweight champion, Buddy Murphy, and the challenger, eventually, I guess, uh, Cedric Alexander, all in all, you know, Buddy Murphy being a polarizing figure, says the general manager, uh, claims that he's not necessarily uh, here to make friends, he's just the cru- he's the cruiserweight champion, and, you know, they are going to go one-on-one, him and Cedric <laughs> Alexander in a rubber match, and Buddy Murphy seems a little flustered because he knows the score, you know, they've had one victory to one victory. You know, Buddy Murphy won uh, in his hometown of Melbourne, Australia, at Super Showdown, and some would argue that it was only because he had the home court advantage, but, uh, you know, I think he was just a better man that night, regardless of where they were at. Either way, we have uh, something going on next week between them. So I'm going to be tuning in to see who Buddy Murphy, I guess, takes on. You know, I... have Thought it might have been a Cruiserweight Championship uh, challenge from the champion to the challenger to finally get that out the way. But apparently it's not going to be that. Either way, by the end of the uh, interview, it's very clear that Buddy Murphy felt a little way about being called polarizing. Like it's going to be one or the other in his head. I think he's pretty good, but I'm pretty sure with my opinion comes about five other ones that say no Buddy Murphy sucks. And I don't think so. I think he's uh, a cool Cruiserweight champion. I think he's well deserving but we're going to find out what takes place next week on 205 Live. Okay, wait a minute. TJP and Mike Kanellis are going to take on Kalisto and Lince Dorado. It is official. I needed to know I didn't know if he was going to do this under Lucha House Party Rules but we are just going to have a regular tornado tag team match. I still look forward to it. You know, maybe on 205 Live we got a little bit more of a uh, a hold on how the craziness takes place, even though it still is the most exciting hour on television. But again, I look forward to this match between the four superstars. All right, so remember last week when uh, Arya Davari came out to respect Hideo Watami, the Japanese legend? All right, so he had a match this week against uh, a local talent, apparently, in Clay Roberts. I'm not too sure, but this looks like the same Clay that was uh, a part of the Sasha Bailey and Alexa Bliss segment on Monday Night Raw. Regardless, uh, Clay Roberts uh, attempted to start the match, but was already uh, attacked with a complete onslaught of offense from. Arya Davari, he was uh, brutal. We know how these matches already go. The the, the, the focal point of the match was Arya Davari, but the most memorable parts of the match was uh, it was about four lariats. I would tell you to go watch it yourself. Ariya Davari gave this man, or he put him in some sort of an armbar, twisted his arm around, and uh, put the other arm behind his so some something, something like that. But guess what? Close at the clothesline, at the clothesline, after the clothesline. Now he gave him two of the on armbar type lines, but then it just turned into just uh, two very brutal lariats. And when he went for a third one, it was so real, uh, Roberts uh, just fell out. Now the whole thing is, Arya Davari had the match one from the very first clothesline. It was, oh my goodness, it also, uh open palm strikes, being completely just slapped, senseless. Oz was rolling the back of his head glazed over. He did not know where he was, said Vic Joseph on commentary, which I could not agree more. He he looked like he was gone. Now, when he fell out, the referee had no other choice but to stop the match. It was a good call from the WWE official, in my opinion. You know, they, they were accounts for it, and you know the match had to stop now the entire time this match was going on backstage we had the Japanese legend Hideo Itami looking on and just to I guess scout his uh, potential potentially new ally and um, by the end of it all Hideo was nodding in agreement just as Percy Watson noticed and it was uh, uh, you know he seemed very pleased you know and the, you know, actions, or oh, pleased with the actions from Arya Daivari. So, moving forward, we're going to definitely uh, see how these two uh, begin to mesh with each other. I would hope that Hideo Itami finally sees that the man respects him enough. You know, he took, that was a, the, the you know, the short pins, the the false pins, false covers, you know, the, pulling them up at two. That was a page directly from Hideo's book, because we all know he's very, very uh, aggressive in the ring himself. So to show that they have things in common, seemed to be Arya Davari's goal, and it seems as if that mission was accomplished. So I look forward to seeing uh, what these two are going to be able to bring uh, in the coming weeks on 205 Live. Alright, so then we uh, cut to the back uh, for... Uh, essential promo from the heart of 205 live Mustafa Ali uh sharing that sometimes we all fall but it's about how you get back up and maybe he has fallen you know but he has gotten back he has gotten back up and he's prepared to get it going with anybody and he's very proud of how Cedric Alexander is finally getting what he's earned in his cruiserweight championship rematch against Buddy Murphy at a uh, date that's to be announced. But uh it doesn't matter if it's friend or foe because once he gets his opportunity, Mustafa Ali, he will be fighting for his life and he hopes or he, he warns his opponent that he should be fighting for his also. And I definitely agree with that. I can understand where he's coming from and yep, sometimes You do get knocked down and sometimes it doesn't feel good to get knocked down, but staying down uh, Let's say it like this Uh, Don't be a clay Roberts Hmm? 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 Uh, Next up we got a a backstage interview with uh, Cedric Alexander being conducted by the lovely Kayla Braxton, so let's see what they had to say All right, so the question was uh, Hey, how do you feel about uh, Buddy Murphy saying that Mustafa Ali is better than you? Do you have any response? Or, well, not so much in that question, but the Buddy Murphy being better than him uh, remark struck a nerve with Cedric Alexander. And if he wants to try to pit those two against each other, then hold on. Wait a minute. Stop it. Very great mind tactic. It's very immature, very young-minded. That is basically what Cedric Alexander called it, and it's not going to work. We're trying to drop a wedge between the heart and the soul of 205 Live. Apparently, it was a challenge made. I don't know if uh, Buddy Murphy was, uh, if he had a. Mixing of his words or mixed up the ideas or whatever, but apparently Cedric took it as a challenge next week I assume that next week. We're gonna have our uh, Cruiserweight Championship match between the two. I don't know but uh, We're gonna find out and all in all uh, I'm not gonna speak on a heel champion in too much of a bad fashion because again, he is still the champion but Buddy Murphy, uh, he attempting to drive a wedge between two. It's a uh, cute little mind game, but I think it's going to take a little bit more than that. So mm-hmm. next week, uh, Buddy Murphy is going to have to come with it, and we know he can. You know, he is the juggernaut. Let us not take anything away from that. Seth says he's going to take anybody out who gets in his way, especially on the cusp of being a two-time Cruiserweight champion. I'm mm-hmm. down to believe that. And let's see how that all takes place next week on 205 Live. Oh, so then we cut to a vehicle promo from Supernova 11, Noam Daw, And he is fairly upset with Buddy Murphy for costing him a match against his uh, partner in crime. Uh, what is it? Tony part pardon me, premiere. Uh, It's it's crazy, you know. I can understand it's a pretty serious challenge. You know, he wants to have a one on one match with him, don't need to put the championship on the line. He has something he wants to prove from a masculine space. So, we'll see if Buddy Murphy accepts that challenge. And next week, that could be what happens on 205 Live. It's going to be real cool to see it if it does happen. I don't want to say I don't believe in Noam Dar. Let's not take anything away from him. He believes he's the star player on 205 Live. And next week, he's going to potentially have the chance to prove that against the Cruiserweight champion in a non-title bout. Hold up, though, because the Lucha House Party is coming to the ring. Where's my pinata? Red got my pinata. You know why? Because it's main event time. Lucha House Party taking on TJP and Mike Canellas. I just want to say that these guys have already started out with a fair amount of offense, fairly quick paced, uh, great crossbody off of the top rope to the outside from Lince Dorado, we've seen a great spot from Kalisto, of course he uh, did the uh, jumping on top of the shoulders thing, stood up there for a little while, the crowd was wild. and. Uh, almost got a, well, got a near fall on TJP, Kalisto was heading to the top rope, but wait, the first lady had so much concern on her visage, and I asked, asked Nigel McGuinness, uh, but guess what? The infatuous Lucha House Party was indeed distracted because the concern led to uh, the first lady grabbing a piñata and uh, again, get well, distracting Kalisto enough to get kicked out of the ring Off of the ropes by TJP And then she went on to stomp the stomp on the piñata now Usually supposed to hang them things But she just threw it on the ground and broke it apart And you can see all of the goodies that they had inside come out Which is like, so not nice But she's a first lady And she can do whatever she wants So, there you go Let us continue with the match now, because this main event, I can tell, is starting to heat up. All right, now listen, we had a really nice double golden rewind. They were going for, uh, uh, you know, TJP and Mike Canales were going for a double clothesline through a Lince Dorado against the ropes. And uh, Lince Dorado was actually able to break through the both of them. And then, you know, did his uh, backflip springboard thing off of the ropes and hit the double golden rewind. But... That was responded to a couple of moments later. While TJP had an STF in the ring and was attempting to rip the mask off of Kalisto, with Kalisto, you got to put respect on him with, you know, his regular offense, but we haven't seen it in a little while I, uh, ever, I think. But we've seen him do his nice little corkscrew moves. We've seen him hit a cool crossbody. You know, the crowd loves Kalisto. I enjoy watching the man go at it. Um... Seems like he's being a little more careful this match, not to take anything away from his uh, high-flying or risk-taking at all. I love seeing all of it, but that was just a build to this great spot. I don't even know if we got to see it on camera. We had to see it. I saw it on a replay, but when Lince Dorado was coming up to stop the uh, STF in the ring and uh, hopefully save... Calisto from getting his mask taken off again, which is, we all know, highly disrespectful to the Lucha Libre culture. Mike Canellis. I don't know if his, the power of love, I'm gonna say that, yup. I think his wife whispered in his ear and said, hey, hit him with this because now, Mike Kanellis jumped to the apron and hit, Lince Dorado with a Russian leg sweep to the mat from the apron my god that looked painful shouts to Mike Kanellis for that that might oh that might just be moving a match for me that might just be moving a match for me oh man what a awesome match between them it was a cool story told <laughs> these guys had a Christmas bag I hope to see this uh, spot on Raw just this moment call it what you like, but uh, the Lucha House Party started uh, smacking each other on the chest, very Dudley Boy-esque. I get the moosa. I guess that means, hey, get the table. I mean, hey, get the bag or something like that. You know, look it up on Google, translate that. But, um, yeah, they brought in a bag, and we heard the jingle bells in the bag, but the jingle bells were actually all inside of little pinatas. So they spread them across the ring, So it turns into a a game of stay away from them. The referee did not touch them. Almost would call disqualification, but no. Because, you know, there's a little bit of Lucha House rules attached to all of this I assume now. But um, uh, eventually it turns into a very cool superplex from the Lucha House party to TJP. Uh, we got to see a Slater Del Sol on a couple of them, but one of the big parts of the match was uh, they got outside, got Penelope. Well, the Mike Kanellis ended up passing Penelope to TJP, who was able to gain a quick upper hand, but got kicked in the face and knocked down. And because Kalisto still had fight him, there was also another really cool spot where Kalisto was able to get Mike Kanellis out of the ring closer to the other side uh you know where the crowd is mainly shown from the <clears throat> hard cam but he ran to i guess hit tjp with the huracanana after that but landed into a sit down power bomb so tjp had the wherewithal to catch him and hit him with that it was really really awesome to see that take place kalisto still kicked out and was a- that that is where tjp was able to gain the upper hand and get the uh Piñata passed to him Kicked him in the face Kalisto gets the piñata back And up on the apron comes Maria Canellis The first lady Who is screaming to give her the piñata She's screaming, she's yelling She's going out of her way Because she wants it And Kalisto uh, uh, Just throws it at her Pretty Well he gives it to her, snatches it back and throws it at her And then she uh, it Surprised her, she fell off the apron Into the arms of her uh, husband so there we go to power of love uh saving the day yet again for those two you see how well uh well synced they are but this uh you know led into our ending sequence of the match where Mike Canelo is to get back onto the apron but uh end up getting a, a Salita Del Sol Kalisto signature move and that gave Lince Dorado the space for a golden shooting star press which looked great for the one two three victory and that is our main event of 205 live so i appreciate you guys for listening that was uh really really cool i highly enjoyed that match it was it was uh fast paced enough it was a fun story told like i said and uh coming up next week we have officially noam dar versus buddy murphy in a non-title contest but I think this one is more so for uh, just uh, points. You know, Noam Daw felt disrespected, and uh, he wants to take on Buddy Murphy. That's right, honk, if you feel me on that. I guess he was. That was Noam Daw because he was sitting in the car. So, yep. Noam Daw is definitely excited for that match, and I know he wants to go in there with something to prove against Buddy Murphy, who also has something to prove because he was pinned by his own challenger you know to be pinned in uh in any fashion as the champion you know it uh puts whoever pins you in the position for a championship uh, bout so we're going to see how that takes place so also we have Cedric Alexander taking on Tony Nice next week on 205 live you know Cedric has t- picked up a couple of losses to Tony Nice the premier athlete take nothing away from premier at all uh he picked up a couple of losses to Tony Nice and now Cedric has something to prove going into his eventual Cruiserweight Championship rematch. A win here would definitely uh, solidify him and redeem those losses, in my opinion. I think uh, it was, it's going to take a very strong showing, especially against a, a superstar the caliber of Tony Nese. And, I mean, Tony Nese, is, you know, he's got two victories on him thus far. And he's uh, been on a fair run, you know. He uh, helped out. Buddy Murphy and picking up the victory against Noam Dar so I see how uh, this is all culminated and these four superstars I'm sure going to give us some very very awesome entertainment uh, come next week on 205 Live got a fiery promo from Tony Neese at the very end of the show closing it out he's claiming that he has Cedric's number he knows him better than anybody on the roster and he's surprised that the man even came back from the downward spiral he put him in uh over these two losses that he's just handed him in the most recent weeks. Next week when they go at it, Tony Neese claims that he's gonna beat Cedric and ain't gonna be no Cruiserweight Championship rematch because apparently Drake Maverick isn't gonna want to have that. Gonna put him back on break. This is all from Tony Neese, It ain't from me. But at the end of the day, let's go ahead and put some respect on Tony Nese's name. You know why? Because he has stepped all the way up in that promo. I think this is the start of something beautiful for that young man. I think he's, uh, uh, you all already know how I felt about him. From the classic to now. I am very proud to see him uh, get his promo game to that level. And it shows that any one of these superstars can do the same exact thing. I'm even going to go as Far as to say that I liked his promo better than Supernova 11. If you felt so disrespected, Supernova, why you ain't sound like that? You lost. This man won twice, and he he's still mad. Come on now, we got to get we got to get it. We got to get it. The most exciting hour on television 205 Live That just excited me You go and watch that promo Streaming on the WWE Network On Demand right now So you can feel the same way I feel About the most exciting hour on television 205 Live And ensure you catch it next week Because if you don't You're missing out Subscribe to the WWE Network Go get the Marine 6 Mattel uh, Attitude ever Action Figures uh, definitely on Amazon right now. I just checked them out. Mine's just in the mail. It's getting shipped in a couple of weeks. I didn't. I don't. I don't want it uh, too soon because I will end up breaking them. Because of all of this excitement, I'd rather have them around the Christmas holiday. But uh, go do that. Either way, this is Blake broadcasting from the shadows. Thank you for listening again. Tell your friends to download the Anchor app. I know y'all all watch WWE together. Stop playing around. And let's uh, keep this story rolling. I will catch you guys next week. And remember, we are, what, two weeks out? A week and a half out from TLC streaming live on the WWE Network? If you ain't subscribed yet, what are you doing? You get it for free. You can get it for free. So do that. Uh, Tell your friends, shoot me a follow. I would do it for you. And I'll catch you all next time.